And it's a happy Friday, WindDailySports.com. Welcome into the Bet Like Mike show. My name is John Jansen at jjansen34, joined by Mike North at North to North. And Mike North, we actually got the first time all week we have something to bet on. We have oh. games. We have, we have options. We can go elsewhere. We don't have to look at either one game or go for props just to get something. We have it all available to us now. I mean, everybody gets out of the way for the home run derby, all the other sports, you know. You have to face each other in football and pertinent yeah. sports and try to kill each other. But everybody gets out of the way for the home run derby or even the all-star game. There should be other things going on. Let me put it to you this way. I wish. And, right? I wish. Yeah. And by Something the way. Something to bet on, at least. I can't bet yeah. on the All-Star. As much as like betting the Home Run Derby is fun and betting the All-Star game can be a little fun, it's not betting. You know, it's not. I'm not yes, finding it value. It's just for fun. It's just something that is a, a bit entertaining. Now, while this is all for fun, but we still have options to look at value, and I actually feel like I'm making bets that I I, I want to win. Yeah, well, I yeah. want to win. I could care too if it's fun. Betting is fun, but betting it's more great. fun when you win. You know that. And we have some great things going on. But ladies and gentlemen, please don't bore me with Mike. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Or John, you guys are great. We know this. <laughs> We know this. We know what we're getting done here. And around, well, you know it. I could take the compliments. That's nice for me. <laughs> around the border, around the border, it's protected. There's a wall. Follow. Follow in daily. Uh, JJ Jansen. Check that out. Uh, north to North. Check everything out. We got 15 minutes of content. Then we go right to the picks. We're not, I got a baseball game for everybody that I think everybody will love tonight. I'm sure John's got some good ones. But first of all, like Jeff was saying last night, we picked the Yankees. I had the Yankees. Johnny had Boston. I'm gearing up. And all of a sudden, I see COVID. And then I see not only the three players that were vaccinated, which makes me feel just completely like, okay, when's it hitting me? I got vaccinated. Uh, and Rich Eisen from the NFL Network, who I know Rich, hope he feels better. But he's got it. He was vaccinated. So, I think we've come to the point, John, and I'm not a doctor or anything, but some of the quacks I've seen on TV, I should have become one. Um, I might have been called a quack too, though. But I'm I'm here to tell everybody, I go back to the day when half an NBA roster would be depleted because of the flu. They played with five, six guys, and people took flu shots, and they still got the flu. So when are we going to get to the point where we start to realize maybe this is never going away? And maybe not everybody's going to get it. That makes contact, just like the flu. And game's got to go on. When are we going to get to that point where you don't call the game off for two, three guys? You know. Yeah, I, I think, I think we are getting that point. Not with baseball, but there. I guess in a way, college football and the NFL are using it in that if you are eighty-five uh, percent yeah. vaccinated, then you can do what you know. You can go and do normal activities, and you can go and you know it, you'll be fine. But yeah, they're they're getting to the point where they're cutting it off and saying, "Look, if you're not vaccinated and these games aren't going on, the team that has to forfeit they they it's not postponed, it's forfeit. You're done. Yes. So if you don't want to yeah. do this, then you're out." If you're vaccinated and you still get it, and there's a couple guys that get it from the Yankees, let me put it to you this way. The World Series, let's say, is starting. And there's 25 men on the roster or maybe 30. I don't know what they are. An assistant trainer has it. Are you calling off the World Series for the no. for that day? I mean, it's come to that point. you got to play soon at, at some point. And I think we're here to stay with this COVID. Whatever happened, 
I've heard all the stuff over the past two years. I heard the hospitals would be full. Then I heard they'd be empty. Then I heard everything's all right. I don't care. We've come to the point where you got to monitor people. But like John says, if an assistant trainer, and like I'm saying, and I, I think John agrees, are we calling off a World Series game because between the two teams, one assistant trainer has COVID and nobody else does at that point? Well, yeah, it's just let the vaccinations do their work. We're getting vaccinated right. for a reason. You know, we're going to come up positive. That's not the point of the vaccination. The point of the vaccination is that it takes away the severe symptoms and the fatal ones. You know, it's going to happen. You're still going to get COVID. You know, and I think that's kind of a misconception that's being you know thrown around is that, oh, vaccinated, I don't get it. You know, or, or I get it and I had the shots like this isn't working. Yeah, it's working like it's 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 supposed to keep you safe, but we're still going to get it. But that's the whole yep. point of getting the vaccinations and making sure and why the NFL is very strict about it, making sure that, you know, teams are about 85 uh, percent. And that's the reason why. Look, if teams are going to do it, players don't want to do it, then when you you're out with COVID and your team has a, a, a competitive disadvantage, then that's, that's your problem. You know, that's, that's right. They, they have to figure that out. But uh, yeah, I think we're getting to the point. The NFL is the first league to really come out and be strict about it. There will be no postponements. It is forfeit. Uh, we're not going to reschedule games. Like you either get vaccinated and play or you don't. And then but if you get vaccinated and get it, John, anyway, you can't well, be forfeit in games. You just got to play. Right. Then that's that's what the leagues are going to have to enough figure out. Like just that that's what you're gonna have to do. I I just mean, you, you're gonna get COVID with vaccinated. That. Right. And he's got it. So that's possible that and we're hearing other stories. Anyway, right. let's we don't know we don't want to play amateur doctor, but I've been hearing a lot no, of I do not. people. If if I'm if I'm your doctor, you're you're pretty much in let me tell you something. Some <laughs> of these guys have been seen on TV, I wouldn't have them check my heart. Okay. <laughs> uh let's go let's go to Davy and Lillard. Uh I guess he's requested a trade. Yeah. Uh, to, to how many teams? I guess four or five teams. The Bulls weren't on the list. Were the 76ers on the list, my friend? That's 76ers are on the list. I think the top the top two teams would would probably be the Knicks and Sixers. With the, the Knicks. Are the Clippers to, on there? I don't think so. At okay. least at least from. Well, who's on there? You got it? Uh, let me get up the list. Now, the the two teams that I really heard uh, that only have a, that really have a shot in this are the Knicks and the Sixers. Uh, with the Knicks being basically Damian Lillard's favorite or the team that he wants to go to most, he'd be uh, their so best player. He would absolutely be their best player, and you know that I'm sure they have some pieces to trade. It'd be interesting the the package that the Knicks would come up with because I'm sure it's not going to be Julius Randle on there. The whole point would be to take Lillard and. Randall on the same team and then maybe to add somebody else, which I'm sure they would want to spend. Uh, but it'd be interesting. The trade package that the Knicks would be able to, to put together for Lillard. You know what? Julius Randall coming out of Kentucky was one of my favorite players. Really? And I, so, oh yeah. When he, I loved him. It's Kentucky was great. Check him out. Um, but I saw him play this year. Everything went right. Everything went right. He worked on his game. He deserved yep. everything he got. But I, he lost a lot of money during the playoffs. Uh, he, I think he forced it. I think he felt the heat of being the man when he's a number two. So I think he, like I've often said, when you add a player, you don't have players quit on you or you don't get rid of players. If you add a player like Lillard, you've improved because now Randall, who was your yeah. best player, becomes your second best player. You've improved your team. So Hey, right, like the pressure is off of them because I think yeah. what we saw in the playoffs was that teams focused strictly on Randall and said, okay, if Derek Rose is going to beat us, sure. 
we'll take that. But they it was a strict no Randall policy right. uh, for the the Hawks that were playing him, and it worked because after Randall, the rest of the team really wasn't it really wasn't good enough. Now, I read something the other day where Ben Simmons what doesn't work on his game, and some guy said on Twitter, which is irresponsible because I don't know the guy's lifestyle. That he likes women and he chases women, talking about Ben Simmons. Right. Now, that's one Twitter guy. I don't know. He might be the and it's fine. If you're single or what have you, I don't have any idea about Ben Simmons. But I still think, I mean, if the Bulls were to make a play for Ben Simmons, I would have nothing against it. Has it quieted down in Philadelphia? No. Um it's <laughs> it's not quieted down. It's certainly I, but I do think there, there's been a little bit more reason involved. There you in it. go. It's not there you just go, everybody first, was off the right. It was first just anger. It was straight anger. Get rid of them. I don't care what it's for. It could be for the stapler off of Daryl Morey's desk. Like doesn't matter. Just trade away Ben. It was like the Bucks the uh, after after the two games uh, that they yeah. lost. They oh to yeah. Blow it out. Yeah. Right. And and now it's become a little bit more reasonable. Hey, we can actually trade Ben Simmons. He has some value. Don't trade him away for anything. Maybe we, you know, they're likely going to find a suitor, a deal that they like, uh, but it's just not, hey, don't trade him for, you know, nothing. Trade him away for something because you do have a valuable player on your hands that you can trade. Yeah, I I happen to think that uh, reasonable heads, I know I was one of them. I was reasonable. I'm saying, wait a minute, we'll take him on the Bulls. Yeah. And I think that's what Philadelphia, I think that's what Philadelphia has been basically hearing if yeah. you know what if you don't want them if you don't want them we'll take them you know what i mean yeah and, no absolutely absolutely they're and i'm sure they're hearing that from teams too like they're, yeah, they're hearing that my point like, is that they're saying yeah. wait a minute what are we doing here now look the offers right now it's not anything that you would trade ben simmons for but the thing is we're at the start of this so you're not going to get a team's best offer and you're not going to get because now you're just gauging team's interest and what players are available to you to get. But then once you get that on the table, it becomes, all right, the three trade, the three team deals that are going to happen and the more elaborate deals come on further along in this process. So, Okay, let me ask you this, though. Would you trade Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard? Oh, yes. Uh, the Sixers would have to come up with quite the package. But the thing is, I think well, they would be the able Sixers to. Sixers have to because Simmons has been as far in the playoffs as Lillard has. And Simmons is a better defensive player. It's Lillard is Lillard a scorer, okay? Yeah. He's a but, I get it. But, I would say he's a better player, too. But the thing is, mm-hmm. I, it's it's Lillard's skill set is just highly coveted. Like, even if Damian Lillard was just an average player, the thing is, even an average player with his skill set gets turned into yeah. a greater asset just because shoot, scoring, ball handling, all of it, and that's okay. what teams are looking you for. Will be not, you will not have a first-team defensive player playing guard anymore. No, you will not. You will not have a guy like Simmons. And that I'm not saying to- Damian Lillard's the worst at defense, but he is not. No, he has not been. No. Defense. All right, and and then and and if he goes to Nick's Lillard, you know, they 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 could be a defensive problem. But Thibodeau's so damn good at what he does. Okay, great yeah. stuff. Let's go to the open. Uh, DJ just middling, you know, minus one. You know, I sort of liked him. I, I, what I've done well, I had Fleetwood over Lowry yesterday. Today, so far, I'm doing good. I have Louis uh, Ustazen over John yeah. Rahm in individual matchups right now. Hey, by the way, is it Louis O? Is it Louis O or is it Louis O? I want to say, and uh, hopefully golf expert Sina Jad in the chat, uh, who is that young man on the show with Johnny J? I have no idea. It's somebody new on the show. New, new, co-host. Hey, baby. <laughs> new co-host on the show. 
but no, I. I yeah, well, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, I think. Ooh, so See, Louis job, Louis. Have to help. So I if think you go Louis, Louis O, it's wrong. It's got to be I Louis O. Okay, Louis O. Louis O stays in. I took him over Ousteizen. round today. I took him over round today. I have no idea what's going on since we went on the air. He was, I think, minus one, and and Ram was plus one for the round today. I have no idea, but we'll see what happens. I'm gonna yeah. wait. Are you still waiting? All I know is, yeah, probably. And um, man, Spieth looking great. Uh, he's three under right now through ten. He's eight under Honey. one, one below Morikawa. But yeah, Morikawa and Spieth. Uh, Morikawa, I know, wasn't in great form, but just the course kind of fit, and it was just the concern of whether or not he was going to play well, and he has been electric. Yeah, he's been right on. I mean, he's been like he was four or five years ago. Uh, As far as uh, sleep depravity, uh, you know, I I did sleep till 5.20 this morning. I was up yesterday about 3.15. I was putting in bets at 4 o'clock in the morning, for God's sake. Nice. Oh yeah, best Today, to put I, in a bed. I, I, waited. I, I waited for the second wave. It, I think, hopefully, the weather will change. Yeah, it's been too nice. It's no fun. Uh, I love when nice. they land. That is just it. It's true. It's one hundred percent true. It's still hilarious. Uh, you know say, like, great? It's too nice. I love when they hit out of the weeds. Yeah, I, like the, the ten foot weeds, like coming out of the corn oh, in, yeah. in, in Field of Dreams, and they're hitting out of it. It's unbelievable. I can't even find the ball when it goes in weeds like that. So it's been a great, great eight. Hey, majors are the best. I think that we can all agree on this. There's some there's golf is such a funny game. Phil Mickelson was just absolutely deplorable. This is your champion that just won a major a few weeks ago. And he shot like nine over, ten over yesterday. He, he shot an great. 80. He was absolutely atrocious. So it's a funny game where Spieth hadn't been doing anything right for three, four years, and now he looks like the best player who ever lived, right? Yeah, he really does. Uh, and right now, again, he is one stroke behind the lead of uh, Colin Morikawa. But, yeah, it's it, it's basically been like that. You know, I I think Spieth – now, Spieth fits on this course, and I know that, yeah. you know, there were some saying, like, hey, look at Spieth, you know, at least, you know, Check it out, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know about this. Like this is this has been impressive through two so far. Yeah, through two so far. They're not done playing right now, folks. We're watching it as we speak here. Uh, now, it almost makes you tear up, doesn't it? When you when it's time after you've been off for a couple of days, folks, and yep. you haven't had time to gauge. I've been betting golf. I've been trying to find whatever I could. I've been up at all hours of the night. I've been pacing at 2.15 in the morning. Which way am I going with the matchup? It's not very healthy. I know a man of my older age pacing. Should I go Lowry? Should I go Fleetwood? What am I doing? It's 3 in the morning, for God's sake. And that's what I do. That's what we do. We're like firemen. We're there. We're ready no matter when they play. So, John, I only have one game today, okay? And I may have a preview for the NBA a certain link, but you want to go first, my friend? I will go first. Uh, okay. I'll take Tampa Bay on the money line at plus 110. Um, the Braves at first sight do have the pitching advantage in this matchup, but Waka, even if he does go extended innings, he's probably not going to go too far. But the thing is, when you say bullpen game, it's usually a very naughty thing to say, like, oh, bullpen game, that's not good. Right. No, but, but that's big now. That that's big, and the Rays have the second best bullpen in all of baseball. So they're handing it to probably the best unit in their team, and I'll take that at plus one ten. Uh, Braves are dealing with a lot of injuries. I just I don't know what to think of the Braves for the second half. So I'm going to at least start out here with saying I know at least the Rays are really good. 
I'll take the plus money with them. And even though disadvantage in a way in a pitching matchup, still going to the bullpen's good. I'll take the Rays. All right. And uh, the White Sox are playing Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you McCarthy, taking the White Sox? The White Sox are actually plus 120 right now on a 10-cent line. Now, they hadn't announced the pitcher who's pitching for them. Mm-hmm. But my deal is, and I know you like to say this, it doesn't, you know, I got to wait for the pitcher. If they're establishing us as an underdog right now, if I'm betting, I don't care who the pitcher's going to be because maybe, let's say, a pitcher's pretty good, mm-hmm. the line may go down. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it does go according to average pitching could still win this game tonight. Okay. They're coming out of the shoot. I think LaRusso plays to win every game. I'm taking the White Sox as my big pick on the show today. My nice. only pick. I'm glad you did. I got scared away from it just because Dylan Cease, uh, I feel like the Astros could get. Is he going? Yes. Cease is going. Okay, That's what I saw. Determined. It's said to be okay. determined at the one I looked, but it's still Okay. Cease. So does change. I, th- I, yeah. I, I, I'm taking him. Okay, nice. That's the. I'm glad you are because I I wanted to and I just got scared what? off of uh, yeah. Dylan's. But it's a good bet, I think. Yeah, uh, it's I Houston. Say- Houston's tough, but you know what? As long as there's some garbage cans involved, I think we can win the game. Today. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'll take the uh, the Giants. At first, I saw this today when I first looked at it. It's like I minus one sixty. I, I saw it at minus one sixty and went, "Whoa, that's a little bit high." And then finally it went down to minus 135. And so that to me is the best price. And I will take minus 135 with Kevin Gallisman on the mound, who is one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. Uh, I'll take that. Giants are just a better team than the Cardinals. Who are Cardinals. they playing? Uh, the Cardinals and Adam Wayne. The Cardinals. There you go. Um, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the Giants. Knows. Minus 135. Okay. I I did some NBA preliminary stuff. Okay. Already. Uh, been doing great with the prop bets. The prop bets keep you in the game, no matter if your team's getting their butt kicked or not. Plus, it can help you. If your team's getting your butt kicked, maybe you win a couple trap prop bets. I've really started to fall in love with them in these big championship games. But I'm leaning Milwaukee and the over. As they're coming in, we're getting four points. I think the pressure's on the young team, besides Chris Paul. Right. You got an unusual dichotomy here. You got guys coming off a bad game. You got Aiton coming off a bad game. Chris Paul coming off one of his worst games of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, with this definitely playoffs for sure. Devin Booker, is he going to duplicate what he did? That's pretty tough. As we've seen, Booker can be stopped. On the other end, the freaks are consistent. We've already talked about that. I still like Middleton to have a decent game. My The key for the Bucks is Holiday. He can't be going four for 20. Can't be going four for 17. But I am leaning right now. The last two games have been under games. I'm leaning Milwaukee and the over. Nice. That's a good yeah. bet. Uh, no, I, I should... that yet, my friend, do you have a certain lean, certain, or, or, or do you have a feeling yet? Or is it till, it's still a little bit early because it's a tomorrow game? Yeah, no, I it's I didn't even think about it. Uh, right now, I'd probably actually lean the Suns three and a half. That's probably one of the best lines that we've gotten so far in terms of against, uh, uh, in spread. And all four games, the team that won is four and oh straight up and against the spread. So the home teams basically are four and oh straight up and against the spread. And the spread is now down from what it was. So I'll take three and a half. And I'll do a really scary pick before we go out. Yeah, I love where it. everybody take enjoys your, their Friday. Take your time. Take your time. Go ahead. Rockies are really good at home, and I know they're playing the Dodgers, and it sounds scary. It's very yeah. scary. Big but money line, huh? 
the Rockies are 31 and 17. And I yeah. get plus 165 on that kind of success rate. I'm going to take it. It's scary. It might be a little stupid, but I'm no. going to take it just based off of the fact that the Rockies are good at home. I think it's called the scary pick for a reason, but you know what? I think it's a reasonable pick. I charted the game. Let me just check real quick here. What did I get on that game? Because I got every game charted. Folks, I don't wake up and go, I'm taking Denver. I, I don't. I, I, I get to work. Here's what I'm telling you. As I'm looking at this thing, where's my Dodger pick? Yeah. Now, this morning, really early, it was plus 190. And the See, Dodgers I were I would have wanted to 220. Yeah, I wanted to so, get that. Yeah, a lot of yeah. line movement. Well, you got to get up at three in the morning to take a look. You know what I'm saying? They they can raise them that high because they know nobody's up. Right. All right. Anything else, my friend? That is it. That is it for me. All right. Tell everybody who you got before we let uh, let ourselves go. Uh, three money lines: Rays plus one ten, Giants minus one thirty five, and the Rockies plus one sixty five. I'm confident. I'm going to take the White Sox on the money line, and I may take the run line, whatever the hell it is, getting uh, one and a half uh, if they are still indeed the underdog. So, uh, and remember, I like Milwaukee and the over as a lean. Uh, if I have something more concrete, I'll put it out on Twitter tomorrow. Make sure, folks, you listen to us both on Twitter uh, or, or read us both on Twitter. You go to Win Daily. Make sure we do that. See you. Get, make sure you get all our handicappers, you know, flash, crash, dash, whatever they are. Now, take a look <laughs> at them. Yeah. I noticed there's a, like a, a rhyming type of thing with some of the guys. But anyway, it's time to go. We love you all. Happy weekend. Happy weekend, John. <laughs> <laughs>